I want to discuss different strategies for letting go of regrets, negative experiences, and I want to really help you not only set your goals, but really accomplish those goals and create a positive vision for your future. Welcome to episode 64 of the Creative Entrepreneurs Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Today, we're going to be talking about embracing the future. We've been talking about a lot about goal settings. Lately, we've been talking about setting up your uh, intentions out there into the ether, into the universe. As I'm recording this, is mid-January of 2023. And uh, typically around this time of the month, <laughs> of every year, by the way, a lot of people start to lose momentum. People have given up already in their New Year's resolution. People have already given up in working out, a dry January, or they want to quit smoking, or they want to start something new. They want to embrace new habits. So this episode is going to be kind of like going in that direction. And if you missed the previous episode about goal setting, episode 63, you should go and listen to that episode. Now, it's all about goal settings, okay? So I've been talking a lot about writing down your goals, about affirmations, uh, vision boards, and all of these woo-hoo-hoo things that a lot of people believe that this doesn't work, or it is just too esoteric or too pseudoscient, uh, whatever it is that a lot of people have misconceptions of this, law of attraction, right? Which, again, you know, it, this is a podcast that is about entrepreneurship. This is a podcast that is about uh, online business. This is a podcast of uh, living your best life, right? Building an online business based on the knowledge that you have, based on your passions, monetizing your passion, all right? But in order for us to do that, we need to become a better version of ourselves. And how do we do that? Well, we need to start thinking in a different way. We need to start doing things that we haven't done before. right? So if you've never done goal settings, right, like writing down your goals, which, by the way, is what successful people are doing, okay? This, these are practices that have been passed down from successful people to other people who want to be successful. So when I started in this journey of entrepreneurship and working for myself, I had to educate myself. I needed to, to learn the steps, not just how to make money online, right? Not, not just how to build a business and how to sell a digital product or how to become this or that. It's like, okay, I need to implement a new way of thinking, adapt a new philosophy of life. Okay, this is why these episodes are really, really important. And I'm here sharing with you my own experience and my results as someone who has applied this, you know, as someone who wasn't applying this before, if that makes any sense, right? So, what I'm trying to say is that I've been where you are, I've been like that, I've been cynical, I've been, you know, having doubts that stuff is going to work out. I've been asking the wrong questions, right? Is this going to work for me when I first launched my first online course, when I first launched my website, when I first did anything, you know, that it all had, you know, a lot of uncertainty. So how do I get certainty? And the only way to get certainty is by believing in yourself and by adapting a new way of thinking, a new way of life. But before we get into the content of this episode, if you're new, 
to online business, if you're new to entrepreneurship, if you would like to monetize your passion by teaching what you know, then go to my website, ataliocarrizales.com. There you will find a few free resources on how to create your own online business. How can you start from scratch? If you have no idea where to begin, then you can download the three pillars, right? On turning your knowledge into an online business. Now, this is an ebook that you can download right now or when you listen to, or when you finish listening to this podcast episode because you're probably driving as we speak, you're probably doing something else and it's very hard uh, for, for you to just go and click on the link, but the link will be on the show notes, okay? And you can go to my website at danielcarrizales.com and you will find all the free resources in the front page. So in this podcast episode, we're going to be talking about the future, the things that you want to accomplish, things that we want to accomplish. I want to accomplish more. I'm not done. I'm getting started. I've always said this before, okay, in pre- previous uh, episodes. I- I'm just getting started. All right. So I received a message from a good friend of mine, okay, after a tweet that I made, right? And the tweet goes as follows. It's better to look forward than to keep looking backwards. And my good friend, he's a writer, by the way. He's a very, very talented person. He's, he has released YouTube videos like they're so old. I, I almost feel jealous. I'm like, I wish I'd, I have released YouTube videos back in the day. Okay, I'm talking about, you know, back in the early days of YouTube. Okay, he's a very talented person. Musician, writer, he's an artist. Okay, he's what I, what I truly called a creative entrepreneur. Right, he's he's in that category. I consider myself a creative entrepreneur, but my friend, he's a very talented writer. Okay, he sent me a message the other day after this tweet, saying like, "Oh, I hope that the next podcast episode is is based around this topic." And I said like, "What a great idea!" Funny enough, I am recording a podcast episode uh, in the next few days, so so this gives me a, a you know a an idea of what to, to talk about. And it goes really well because I'm focusing on, on goals. I'm, I've been talking a lot about the goals and, and now it's perfect timing for for this uh, time of the year and halfway through January, as I am recording this, like I mentioned. And and I said, like, I'm, I'm definitely going to be talking about, okay? And, and then this episode is going to be all about this, about how can we move forward? How can we embrace the future and let go of the past? This is very important, Okay. I want to discuss different strategies for letting go of regrets, negative experiences. And I want to really help you not only set your goals, but really accomplish those goals and create a positive vision for your future. Well, this this sounds like already very heavy, but I'm very passionate about this. And And I want to give you a quick story. Okay, this is going to be a very quick short story of how we can change the way we think. How can we change our philosophy of our life and of our future? And how can we build a business, right? But if we want to build a business, first we need to fix our our way of thinking. You cannot get a different result by doing the same thing that we've been doing, all right? What what, What does it mean? What it means is that if for the last past year or so, You've been doing certain things in a certain way and you have gotten these results. If you carry on in 2023 doing the same things, it's going to get what? The same results. Nothing has changed. So if you haven't written down your goals back in the day when you should have written those goals and you're still not writing down your goals, then guess what the outcome is going to be? If you still believe certain things that you were believing a year ago 
or even longer, and you haven't changed your mind, you haven't adopted a new philosophy, you haven't learned anything new, then guess what the outcome is going to be in the next 12 months? It's going to be the same. Nothing's going to change. All right? So we need to let go of the past. Let go of your thoughts about starting an online business, about getting fit, about becoming a better parent, about becoming a better friend, a better son, a better husband, a better wife, whatever it is. You know, just let go of the past and let's start fresh. Every morning is a new opportunity to start fresh. Every single morning. That's why I'm a big believer of waking up early in the mornings. That's why I'm a big believer of listening to audiobooks, podcasts. I am a big believer in in movement and physical activity. I'm on a mission to to be in the best shape of my life. I've spoken about this many times before. You're going to be listening to this throughout this podcast episode that I am on a mission to be as fit as possible. Now, I am not a fitness instructor, but I am my own fitness instructor in a way. I need to educate myself. I need to eat well. I need to get rid of bad vices. I need to put in the work, okay? So I am not part of a gym. I have a small gym here at, at home, in the balcony of my home. I just have a few weights, and that's it. That's all I need. And, and I want to get in, in shape that way. That doesn't mean I'm not going to invest in a personal uh, trainer uh, at some point in the future. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to join a gym at some point. Okay, But first, I need to prove to myself that I can do it on my own. That's something that I've done very, very well throughout my life. Okay, if I can't force myself to get up in the mornings at five o'clock and go for a walk, what makes me think that I'm going to go and enroll in the gym and get my ass inside the gym as a habit? Okay, not just the first two weeks of January of every year as a habit. It has to become part of my life. It has to be so ingrained in my routine and in my habits that it becomes a new person. I become a new person by doing these things. Okay, so let me tell you something very quickly here. Uh, I have two daughters. If you're new to the podcast, I am a father of two wonderful daughters. One is 12 and the other one is four and a half. So my youngest daughter, Melina, who's four and a half, she asks almost every single day, she asks this question. And obviously she's asking this in Greek. I live in Greece, if you're new to the podcast. Right, so she asked this, this question in Greek. You know, it's, it's, it just sounds so beautiful, but I'm going to translate it in English to you. So you see where this message, uh, this message is going. So she asked, when we go to bed tonight and we wake up tomorrow, where are we going? That's her question in Greek. And obviously the, the answer that she's looking for is we're going to school. As soon as we give that answer, because she doesn't have concept of time, right? At that age, they don't know that it's, it's a weekend or what day it is. So, But her wonder and her the, the, the question uh, needs an answer, and the answer that she's looking for is school. As soon as we say, like, tomorrow we're going to go to school, she's just delighted. I mean, I get so emotional because her excitement for that answer that she, she can't wait to go to bed, sleep, right? Even though she doesn't want to sleep because kids at that age, they don't want to sleep. You know, they have so much, so much energy and so much uh, enthusiasm for life, the way a kid should have. But she needs to know where are we going tomorrow. She's slowly starting to understand this concept, right, of time. Like, okay, I'm going to go to bed at some point tonight, and, and I, I want to know where I'm going tomorrow. And when she gets that answer that, hey, tomorrow is a school day, she's just excited beyond belief. And, I, and it makes me wonder, like, wow, how, how we have become so jaded, 
as adults, how we have lost that wonder of the future. Actually, for us as adults, it's the opposite. As soon as we know that tomorrow is just another weekday and we have to go to work, what, what, are, what is our first thought? It's just not good. It's just this dread, like, oh my God, I have to wake up early. Oh my God, I have to do this. I have all these responsibilities. I have my, my work, my job. I have my dreams and goals that still haven't been accomplished. You know, So this always makes me wonder about how we perceive the future and how we are unable to keep that excitement as kids. Now, obviously, we, we need, we're, we're adults now. We're responsible people. But that doesn't mean we have to lose the excitement for the future. Now, I know that this sounds a little bit weird. It sounds a little bit like, well, Daniel, you know, we're not four. You know, we have responsibility. Life beats you up eventually, right? The wear and tear of life. But if we're going to live life like this and we're going to be cynical about life and we're going to say like, hey, there's no, there's no need. And, you know, why try then? Okay, like apparently the whole, the whole philosophy of like desire and having expectation is the root of all unhappiness, then man, then what's the point of doing anything? And listen, I, I have read books and, I, and I've been through different philosophies, uh, a, a school of thoughts, okay? When it comes down to, to this, like desire is the root of, of all unhappiness, that you, we shouldn't desire anything. And I think people as well take this into in, in the wrong context, like don't have expectations so you won't be disappointed so what's the point in living? What's the point in taking a risk? What's the point on betting all on yourself? You see what I mean? I, I do believe that all of these philosophies and all of this way of thinking have a place somewhere. But when we're talking about accomplishing big, big goals, when we're talking about growth, when we're talking about becoming a better version of ourselves, we need to bet everything that we have in ourselves and have an excitement for the future. So the same way that my, my daughter gets excited about tomorrow going to school, and actually she gets really disappointed when it's, when it's a weekend. I mean, this is the truth. That's a, that's a healthy level of excitement for the future because she doesn't want to be at home, okay, without having any, any goals. Any, any, she needs to know, okay, what's the schedule for tomorrow? Are we going out? You know, and if we're not going to school, she's like, okay, I want to go to the playground. I want to do this. I want to do that. You know, that's a healthy level of excitement, of obsession for, for activity, for something, for growth, a hunger that we somehow have lost along the way. I want to keep my excitement for life the same way that my daughter has an excitement for life. Now, obviously, we're, we're in different stages of our life, but just because I am approaching 50, that doesn't mean I am, I'm done. That doesn't mean that I'm going to slow down. I don't engage in the same conversations of people in my age group, by the way. You know what the people, uh, especially here in Greece, and nothing against the Greeks, by the way. I love Greece. I, I love Greece more than the Greeks love Greece. Okay? Period. But here in Greece, for example, at this age, in this age group that I am, I am 47. And as soon as you start to approach your 50s, they, they start really focusing and talking a lot about, you know, retirement, believe it or not your pension, how many years you have left in order to, to get your pension because obviously the goal is to not work and let the state or, or get your retirement. You know what I mean? And, and I don't know how is it where, where you live, if you, if you live in America or in the UK or wherever you're listening uh, to this podcast, but I know that it's a global thing, okay? Invest in your, invest 
in your retirement. Invest in, in, in your, you know, have a pension plan. Make sure that when you retire, you know, you can have enough money to, to live off of that money. Okay, so, I mean, that's all well and done. I'm not going to live my life thinking about when I'm going to be an old-ass man, not being able to work, and, 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 and make sure that that's my goal. That's not my goal, man. That's not my goal. My goal is to be the best version of Daniel, even when I'm in my 80s. Okay, I want to be able to carry my kids, my grandkids. When they're coming to visit grandpa, I want to be able to pick them up. Okay, to pick them up and give them a hug. I want to be able to be on the floor and get up when I'm in my 80s on my own with my own two hands. That's like a big challenge when you're in your 80s if you're on the floor playing with your grandkids. All right. I want to live a long, healthy life, but I need to start doing things right now when I'm approaching 50s, okay? If I'm thinking about the future when I'm going to go into my 80s and I'm going to be, you know, having grandkids and all of this, I want to be able to play with them. I want to be able to go for a walk, okay? Every single morning, by the way, when I go for my walks, I I go for walks and runs every single day. I don't run every day, but I run at least once a week, 5K, Okay, and I'm sharing this on, on Instagram. So you can follow me at Daniel Carrizales on Instagram. So you can follow my, my journey into fitness and, and all things about uh, entrepreneurship. Because it's all part of this process, my friend. You can have it all. You can have the fitness, you can have the family, you can have the health, you can have the income, you can live where you want to live. You can have it all. You don't need to sacrifice one for the other. Anyways, when I go for my walks early in the mornings, I wake up at 5 every single morning without an alarm, and I go for my walks. I have been doing this. I'm going now for two years. I've, when, when I first got started, I will, I will cross my path with this old man. And this, this guy, this old man, his name is Dimitris. Obviously, if we pumped into each other every single morning, <laughs> right, between 5.30 and 6 o'clock in the morning, it's still pitch black. And we're walking by the bay and, you know, hey, good morning, good morning, good morning. How are, you know, eventually it's like, hey, what's your name? Hey, what, what are you doing? You know, where are you from? Obviously, they can tell that I'm a foreigner, that I'm not from here and all of this. And, you know, we, we build a relationship that way. I see him almost every day, you know. And this guy is 84 years old. She, he is in great shape. He walks every single morning. Now, you have to understand, this is an 84-year-old man. I think he's 84. I think he just turned 84, okay? So he goes for a walk from 5.30 in the morning. He goes to his son's shop, which opens around 9, 9.30, hangs out there, and then he goes back home around 11. So this old man is all day outside. Obviously, He's in perfect shape. He walks a lot. He does more than 10,000 steps a day. No problem. It's fair to say that he walks more than five kilometers every single day, for sure. Actually, 10,000 steps is more. So I think if my measurements are correct, I think around six, six kilometers or so, I think it's around 10,000 steps, roughly. I, I mean, maybe I'm doing this math a little bit wrong, but I, I walked so much and my targets every single day is to do a minimum of 10,000 steps just to be in a healthy range because I spend a lot of time uh, sitting down, right? But I average on between uh, 15 and 20,000 steps 
every single day because I walk a lot. I walk in the mornings and I usually do this as well in the afternoons. Well, Mr. Dimitris does this as well in the afternoon. So not only that he walks every single morning in the mornings, but he, after lunch, instead of going for a nap, which a lot of people do here in Greece, by the way, he goes for, a, for, a, for another walk. All right? Now, I don't know his schedule. I don't know exactly what he's doing. But all I know is that I see an 84-year-old uh, man walking every single day in the mornings and in the afternoons between the hours of 3 or 4. How do I know this? Because I pumped into him as well in the afternoons. Because usually I do this as well. Okay? Because I spend a lot of hours in front of the computer. And sometimes I feel like I need to get out. Especially after, after lunch. So I'm only giving you example of people that I know in my, in my immediate circle. One is one extreme, obviously. My youngest daughter, Melina. And another one is, is, is at a different age group completely. At the end of their life. You know? So... What kind of role models, or, or how do I want to be when I get into my, when I'm 84? I want to be like Mr. Dimitris, okay? But I'm not going to wait until I'm in my 80s in order to start doing these things. I'm going to do them now. You see what I mean? I'm not going to say like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to not doing anything, get my pension, and actually not do anything. I just want to stay at home and complain about life and watch the news. I, I'm trying to live my life from this point on, embracing my future self. I want to invest in my future by doing things right now. So what do I need to do to become the 84-year-old version of Daniel? I know this seems like far, far ahead because I'm only 47, okay? But time is an illusion. When I say to Mr. Dimitris, like, hey, you know, I'm 47, you know, I'm trying to get my shit together in my life, like, you know, he's like, you're just a kid. And of course, he's going to say that he's 84. When he hears somebody saying, I'm 47, he's like, you're still a kid, you know, you still have, you know, you have your young kids, you have a family, you're, st you, you know, and, and it's true. But for me, I'm old. And if you're listening to this, okay, I, I, let me rephrase that. I'm, I'm not old. I don't feel old. But I'm definitely not 27, okay? And yes, when I get to, to my 80s, I'm going to look at someone that is in his late 40s. Because I say, you're just a kid, man. You still have like 30 years of like nonstop, uh, you know, grind in you. And, and that's, the, that's how I want to see it. And obviously, I want to be in the best shape of my life when I hit 50. And actually, 50s is going to be a rebirth of Daniel. Now, I have big ambitions, my friend. I hope you have... Some of them too. We know that health and fitness, or pretty much health, is what's going to determine your future and how good are you going to be feeling. You know, when you're ill, when you're sick, the only thing on your mind is to feel better. Even if it's just a cold, even if you have a flu, your only focus is how can I feel better? You're not thinking about your bills. You're not thinking, well, you probably you are, because it never goes away, isn't it? And this is why you need to change your philosophy. But the, your main focus is how can I feel better physically? How can I feel better? How can I get rid of this? So you need to really focus on your health. You really need to focus on your well-being. That's number one, my friend. Number two, you need to educate the mind. Your brain will play tricks on you. Your brain will tell you, take it easy. Your brain, the, the job of your brain is to keep you alive. 
your brains has evolved over many, many years, okay? And I said, like, listen, my job is to make sure that you're safe. So don't try anything. Just stay where you are. Don't rock the boat too much. Don't try new things. That's the job of the brain. So you need to challenge your brain. Educate yourself. Read books. Challenge your philosophy. Challenge the way you think. I'm not trying to say here that you need to take risk to put your life in danger. I'm just saying challenge the way you think and the way you perceive stuff. Your environment has an influence in the way you are living your life today. All right? Cut the news immediately. That's number one. Get rid of all drugs and all vices, cigarettes, smoking weed, alcohol, the, the whole lot. Just get rid of it. Why? Because you want to make sure that you're on track. And I'm not here to tell you that that one thing is going to be the secret to it. But if I want to live an extraordinary life, if, I'm, if I want unreasonable results, I need to be an unreasonable person. All right? So I quit all vices. I have spoken about this before on the podcast. My latest vice was drinking. Drinking? Uh, listen, I'm not an alcoholic. I can have a drink with you and, and have no problem. I'm not going to go back home and drink a whole bottle. But my problem is that I want to live a better life. I don't want to drink. Okay? I don't want to. Well, I'm lying. I want to drink. But I have conditioned myself to say, like, you know what? This is not serving me anymore. Having a drink every single day after working is not good for me. I'm not thinking straight. I know I'm not waking up with a hangover, but I don't, I don't need to do this anymore, okay? I don't want to. If I want to be in the best shape of my life, people don't drink every day if they want to have a certain goal and, and a certain result, even if it's just one drink a day, all right? And people don't smoke, so I'm not going to be smoking. So that's, that's something that I really uh, am passionate about. So if you... If you target your health, number one. Number two, your mind. Reading books, educate yourself, read. People don't read books. It's just unreal. The knowledge of the world in books and people don't read it. Why? You need to become someone that, that is a reader. Read books in your industry. Read books about personal development. Read books about success. The knowledge is there, man. Why are you not reading it? This is an investment in your future. Number three, if you want to become a better version of yourself, you need to make sure that these are part of your habits, daily habits, right? Health has to be a habit. How can you invest in your health? Make sure that you're not eating shit. How can you invest in your health? Make sure that you work out, okay? Depending on what stage of your life you're in, what, what season of life you're in, you're going to be focusing on different things. So, for example, for me, at this, in this age that I, I'm in right now, I need to focus a lot in, in not only on, on cardio workouts, but as well on, on lifting weights because I lose muscle mass. As we age, this is just part of life, especially for men. You know, women is a little bit different. They have to focus on different stuff as they age, you know. Uh, but for me, I want to make sure that I don't lose uh, muscle mass. And I'm a skinny guy. Okay, so I don't want to be skinny uh, in my old age, fragile, you know, bone density and all of this. And I don't want to get too much into the health uh, thing because this is not a, a health a podcast. But I just want to show you that I'm very passionate about this. So I educate myself and say, like, okay, people that are in, in their 50s, what do they do? What's the focus here? 
right? So I don't have problem with my joints, which I already have, you know, problem with one knee and what's, you know, certain things, joints. So all of these things I need to take into consideration. I want to make sure that my diet is on point, eating enough protein and all of this. What kind of, what, what can I do to, to, to do offset this, this thing of aging? Okay. And, and this is, this is a, a something that I'm really heavily invested in my future. I'm letting go of the past. I'm not, I, I'm not dwelling and say, I wish I was 20. No way. I will never, ever wish I was younger, okay, and, and not have the wisdom that I have today. I'm coaching people who are younger than me, and I will have a, a big range of, of clients, right? Some of them are in their 30s. Some of them are actually even older than me. Uh, I have someone that, that told me quite recently that, hey, I'm turning 33, 34. I'm like, well, you know, and they're freaking out because obviously they don't have certain things in place yet. And I'm like, well, when I was that age, I, I didn't feel that urge of, of building a family or or building a business or doing things. I, I was just living my life. I, I had certain things in place, but my philosophy, even though it was different than what it is today, I still felt that in my 30s, I didn't feel like I was old or young or anything. I was just 30, okay? But, but this person that, I, that, I'm, that I'm coaching, he was freaking out about, about, about time and age. And, the, you know, his birthday is, is coming up. And it's like he's feeling like a little bit like down about it. And I said, like, listen, if you feel like you're not accomplishing your goals and your dreams right now, yes, you need to move uh, forward, not faster, but change your philosophy, Change the way you perceive time. You're still young, but at the same time, if you think that I'm old, okay, compared to your age, because we have more than 10 years, then I'm here to tell you that time will go very, very quickly, actually. In a blink of an eye, you're going to be 47, going to 48, and you're going to say, what the hell has just happened? Yesterday, I was 32. Now, I'm 47. And that's the way it goes, my friend. So you need to really let go of the path. You really need to go into the future today. The future is right now. Right now. The future is now. Not tomorrow. Right now. What are you doing right now in order to accomplish your goals and your dreams? Okay? So I want to leave you with a few tips here in order to embrace the future in a better way. And by the way, don't go too much into the future if you're not ready for this. I'm here sharing with you what my goals are when I'm in my 80s just because I have already thought a lot about this. I have done my my homework mentally and and this helps me get prioritize my life right now, even today. Okay? Even today. If I want to be in my 80s and be in a certain shape and be alive, and do certain things, I need to start doing right now things in a different way. And that means, again, my health. No smoking, no drinking, no fucking about, nothing. No vaping, none. None of that. All right? So I get rid of everything. And it's not about what I do. It's about what I don't do. That's the easiest equation. So I don't fuck about. I don't mess about. I don't waste my time. I don't do any drugs. I don't drink. I don't do anything. All right? I want to become someone different. And yes, I want to be that, that person, that version of Daniel. And it's an investment in my future. But if you're not ready for this, the future can cause you a lot of anxiety because it's the future. There is no guarantee. You see what I mean? But the past will cause you a lot of depression because you're always dwelling in the past, thinking like, hey, 
You know, I'm not 25 anymore, or I'm not this anymore, or I don't live like this anymore, right? So you have to find a balance and live in the now. But the now is always the future, but it's always the past because this moment has just passed. This podcast episode is a, it's a, it's a statement for that because it's an audio form. Audio exists only in the now, right? If I stop talking, you don't, you're not listening to anything, and it's just silence. So that moment has already passed. See what I mean? But the future is just right now, as I am speaking, as you are listening. So this is the only moment that is, exists is right now. As I am talking to you, as you are listening, this is the present. There's no future. There is no past. It's just right now. As soon as I stop this podcast or as soon as I stop talking, that is the now and there's nothingness. So what are you waiting for in order for you to take action and embrace the future? Take action right now. There is no tomorrow and there's no yesterday. There's only now. Embrace the future by embracing the now. I know this sounds a little bit philosophical, my friend, but it's the only way to get shit done. The projects that I have in my hands right now are not just this podcast. There are so many, but they are only going to be accomplished and they're only going to be put out there into the world if I take action. And I need to take action right now, writing down my goals, writing down my to-do list, writing down the things that I want to accomplish. Okay, these things get accomplished because I put stuff into action. Not dreaming about it, not talking about it, not stressing about it, but putting them into action. I have a good friend of mine and where, where I grew up in Venezuela. This is just a final thought before I let you go. Uh, in Venezuela, we have this saying that and, and I'm going to translate into English because it sounds better in Spanish. But uh, in Venezuela, uh, a lot of people will say, I guess this is a cultural thing. I don't know if this is a, a true in America or in, in England or wherever you live or wherever you're, you're listening to this, but uh, in your culture. But in, in Venezuela, we'll, we'll say something, not me, but most of my friends and families like, oh, whenever they will see like an old picture of something, right, of themselves or, or families and friends. They will say like, oh, back then when we were happy and we didn't knew we didn't know that we were happy. Something like that. Okay, in Spanish it goes like this. Cuando éramos felices y no lo sabíamos. Okay, which translates literally to back then when we were happy, but we didn't know it. So this is classic when someone sees a picture of them back in high school or when they were with friends and they were young. Uh, at whatever age, because again, hey, young, being young is relative, right? Because if you're in your 80s and you see a picture of yourself when you were in, the, in your 50s, you say like, oh, back then when we were young and we didn't even knew that we were uh, happy as well, right? Back then when we were young, and but we were happy, okay? So that's, that's how the saying goes, okay? Back then when we were young and we were happy and we didn't even knew it, meaning that we didn't really appreciate it life back then, it sounds to me like, like you know, you're you're looking at your at your yourself in the past, and you were happy back then, but somehow you're being so ungrateful for the now, you know. The fact that you're still alive, looking at this old picture of you, 
you know, should give you the gratitude to say, fuck me, thank God I'm still alive. And I have this moment of appreciation that at one point I was a kid or I was younger and I captured this moment in a photograph. But now this is my future self looking into that, you know. How ungrateful is for someone or to have something so embedded in a culture to say, back then when we were young and happy, right? Back then when we were happy and we didn't even know it, right? That's so ungrateful. You're being so ungrateful for your life in that very moment. And, you know, with this note, I'm just going to end this podcast. And I hope, my friend, that you're grateful for this moment that you have because you only have the now. I hope this podcast episode finds you well, my friend. Go and crush your goals right now. Become a savage. Become a savage and embrace the future, my friend. You can do it and you can have it all. I'll see you in another episode.